0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host.
2: Karen. And we
1: are here to give you your daily dose of blackness and news and pop culture and whatever else it is you need to get from this podcast. Humor, whatever, you know, eight days into the new year, ready to, you know, kick this thing off you know what we're doing um the official weapon of the show is Phone chair. photo chair that's right and the unofficial sport and ball, extreme. <laughs> um as always leave us five star reviews i just uh posted on instagram some of our latest five star reviews so people can see what the folks are saying out there about us and you can leave a that could you could be featured on our instagram you know leave us a five-star review on apple podcast and maybe we'll take a screenshot and tell everybody hey be like this person Mm -hmm. we appreciate y'all we do contact info it's all in the show notes y'all know how that go it's in the notes it's right there in the show notes even how to listen on crowdcast and Mm -hmm. all that stuff um and uh, i'm trying things anything else that's about it yeah let's go ahead and get into the show uh karen is there any banter stuff that you got Mm-mm. No banter for Karen. Uh, uh I don't think I got any either. Yeah, uh,
2: I, mean, I don't think I do. I'm, okay. I'm thinking, but I don't like the, the. And it's not really quote unquote banter, you know. Well,
1: I mean, this is all about whether I'm gonna play the song so we put a commercial here or not. To be honest. Okay. So yes, banter. Yeah, yes, I guess okay. so. <laughs> I hit me with that banter
2: <laughs> and and this and this is something that I've just kind of observed uh with us you know uh changing some of our eating habits and with me kind of you know getting back into my habit of, of doing smoothies and things like this i did a um i got some baby spinach and I put them in a blender and I put a like a bunch of um my uh, spices and herbs and all that stuff in it and put them in like little cubes so when I do my fruit smoothie I just drop a cube of that a cube or two of that in there and slap up my bananas to make it more convenient in me I mean for me when I do my smoothies in the morning so I was thinking because I like doing them but I think one of the biggest reasons why I stopped is because it would be so time consuming in the morning I just want something quick and fast and I realized when I was keeping it up, I basically pre prepped, chopped, made smaller portions and then just kind of just dumped it in the thing. And also I didn't do fr- frozen, uh uh, veg- uh not frozen, veg- frozen fruits is a fucking rip off. And I didn't realize that because I used to do frozen fruit and then I started getting a fresh and I guess I had fresh and frozen mixed up. And the frozen's like a fraction of the size. I was like, uh, bitch, I'd rather just go ahead and get the the real thing, even though, and uh, wash it and get all the dirt and shit off of it and freeze it like that than to pay all this money. Because it's easy because a lot of times stuff, is got, it got everything blended and there's quote-unquote less work for you. But the pieces are like so much smaller that you're like, no, I'd rather go ahead and get me fresh strawberries and fresh blueberries and mangoes, whatever you're going to do, chop it up, put it in the freezer, Cause what I do, I, I put it on like a like a cooking uh, like a baking sheet with um, what you call that uh, a liner and uh, parchment paper, so it won't uh, stick and uh, freeze it and do it. Like somebody said, you could do that with avocado, you could do that with bananas, you could do that with, with and just uh, just kind of just do a hodgepodge or whatever fruits and shit you like and blend it up, and it's really really quick and really easy in the morning. And also with mine, I, I mix like oats and. And flaxseed and you know stuff like that in it too to kind of get those things in your system without you kind of having to go out of your way and you're dying. And something else I realized when you start doing a lot of this stuff, you go to the bathroom a lot more often. And I was like, oh, because I, I go to the bathroom, but it's like almost like a schedule. It's like, okay, this such such time, and you you fucking rat. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm glad I'm at the house, you know, versus you you at the job and and then 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock, whatever's your poop time, because because your food is like you better to go
1: All right, so we got Karen's poop corner I just wanted to say that um, uh, I was out today or whatever and I don't know if this happens for other people but sometimes when I'm out based on like the weather, time of day sunshine, whatever sometimes there's certain uh, weather and and temperature and stuff conditions that make me want to listen to specific albums I don't know if that's a thing Mm. for other people but it's like you know January kind of reminds me of certain like like Tribe Called Quest for some reason they, you know in the south it's sunny in January a lot of times mm-hmm. even though it gets dark early it's still kind of sunny um, and and warm enough to be out walking and stuff and like certain like I don't know like today I was just riding around and the weather just uh, made me feel like listening to Eric Badu Worldwide Underground that's one of my favorite albums and so i just was bumping that all day and was just like i don't know so i don't know if other people have that you know i know people just getting a move for an album or something but mm-hmm. specifically like just certain times of year and stuff and certain you know the fall also is big big tribe uh outcast uh for me so i don't i don't know mm, just something i was thinking about uh let's get into the news
2: All right, I was gonna add uh, the fact that I guess for me, I'm kind of one of the people it, I have to be in the mood for certain mm. albums or songs, or either sometime, <laughs> sometimes I'll be doing stuff, and you know how sometimes certain things would be like on repeat in your mind, you're just singing it all the time, and it just
1: yeah, that's I, I think that happens to people a lot. I, I mean, that happens to me sometimes too if a song is just in my head or something, but I don't know. This is I'm specifically mean like you go outside. And it's hot and it just be like, oh man, I need to listen to fucking summertime. I need to listen now, to now that, I need to that listen to that, that whole album. Like mm. he, you know, like that type. I have to hear home base all the way through today. Um, you know, just something I was thinking about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh yeah, so we got news stuff too. Okay. Jonathan Majors did his interview on Good Morning America. Okay. Um, and he uh I didn't even watch this thing. I've seen the clips through Twitter. That's how I consumed this. I want to go watch the whole thing at some point cuz I, you know, I don't want to be one of these people that just gives a full opinion based off a clip. But I do have like just jokes. But um he he seemed to basically be like he does not feel that he was guilty even though he was found guilty. Uh he of course did not testify during the trial um so uh but that's not unusual a lot of times defense tells people innocent or guilty you don't want to get on the stand right um but uh they these are the clips they put out uh for it has been
0: very 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 uh hard and very difficult
1: um i was freezing a little bit he said and confusing in different ways um but yeah, to me, he doesn't sound like a guy who says, who's like, I did what I'm being accused of. Um, he seems like a guy that, that, I guess, believes he's, you know, innocent, ultimately. Um, let me see if I can pull up in a different window. Uh, let me see. This has been
0: very, very, very uh, hard and very difficult and uh, confusing. Anyways,
3: Jonathan Majors breaking his silence just weeks after the Manhattan jury found him guilty of misdemeanor, reckless assault, and harassment of his ex girlfriend, Grace Jabari. The actor, at times emotional. Oh,
0: sorry,
1: it's interesting too because, like, he is an actor, so and I, I try not to do this, but it just is how it works. If, if an actor shows any emotion, people will always be like, Yeah, but you're an actor, so it's like. Actors are exist in this space where we can hate them no matter what they do, you know. Like, like if they're like, it's like, oh, they're not really crying. They're not really happy. They're not really sad. They're not really mad. They're this all acting. It's all acting. It's all a trick because actors don't actually have emotions at all. They're just fucking. You know, blank slates, you know, but, uh, but anyway, I'm not saying he's fake crying mm-hmm. or not. I just, I'm anticipating what a lot of people will say, which is yes, him, him crying is fake. We have to believe, you know, that he's not, you know, he doesn't feel sad. Um, you
0: know, I haven't, I haven't seen my daughter in a, in a, in a, in a long time, you know, and um, a lot of it has to do with this situation.
3: In a split verdict, Majors was found not guilty of two other misdemeanors, assault with intent to cause physical injury and aggravated assault. They're saying you didn't intend to injure her, but the result of your recklessness injured her. Were you reckless?
0: I was reckless with her heart. Mm. Not with her body? Not with her body.
3: The physical altercation started inside an SUV after Majors received a suggestive text message from another woman. Hours later, after Majors placed a 911 call, police found Jabari unconscious on the closet floor in their apartment, as seen in this body camera footage. You feel that you did anything wrong on the night of March 25th, if you could relive that night?
0: I wouldn't have picked her up. I wouldn't have picked her up. I wouldn't have put her back in the car. I wouldn't have tried to keep her in the car. I would have gotten out that car and ran, immediately.
3: The two met back in 2021 on the set of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. The prosecution has described your relationship with Grace Jabari as tumultuous and abusive. How would you describe that two-year relationship?
0: I loved Grace. Our relationship was, it was not healthy, you know, and that began to reveal itself over time. Why'd you stay? I, I was I was scared. Um, with the red flags, I found that, I, and I use this word, I was, oh, this is dangerous. This is months before uh, um, the incident. I should have been brave.
1: Now, here's the thing. I don't know if they go on to ask him about this, but everyone's talking about the night in question. And I'm not really knocking people's interpretation of the night in question. I don't know how anyone can be 100 percent sure what happened i think people have their own agendas and motivations for what they want to believe has happened i think the point i've arrived to is uh she probably did take his phone uh probably did see text messages from some other woman um and in the whatever the scuffle to get his phone back the scuffle to get her off of him she was injured and hurt her finger i don't know you know exactly how and all that stuff we weren't in the jury we didn't see all the evidence but what i think will always kind of befuddle me is why the the text messages and the communications from earlier about her going to the hospital and him telling her to lie and telling her not to go to the hospital because she won't lie to protect both, to, to protect them, um, that just felt like something that a person that injured somebody and wanted them to to cover it up would say. And I just don't know that there's multiple interpretations of that. And I haven't really seen people ask him specifically about that because right. I think the night in question, he he, the, I I can believe that he believes I didn't do nothing wrong.
2: I can see that. Like too. it
1: doesn't. Like I, we saw the footage and shit. We saw. Even when you see him push her back in the car, it's not like this. And then he went in there and started hitting her or something like that. Is and we see all the footage of him, you know, trying to run, literally run away from her, and all this shit. And so uh, there is something there to where, like, um, it could I could see that version of events. I'm not trying to be so like, no, no, this motherfucker is Ike Turner, but. What about that other shit and why doesn't that come up more often?
2: Uh, a lot of it is because some people feel like, well, that's not what he's a quote unquote on trial for, but mm-hmm. it was evidence and it was presented to the public. And I'm trying to be funny. So it's like we know these things exist.
1: Because now when you're saying it was a toxic a, a relationship, I wish I had seen the red flags. well we saw the text you sent, mm-hmm. we heard what she said you hear her, and then we have texts you going, don't go to the hospital. So who's red flags because he's making it sound like i would have got away from her because i realized she's dangerous and she's the problem and i feel like he's trying to throw this whole thing on like she with bitches be crazy and i mean she just went crazy on me i mean what i'm supposed to do you know And, and like i said maybe in the context of that night i can see people buying that but i don't see anybody bringing up that shit even his like super duper defenders on social media
2: they act like, like that duty. shit was
1: not, like that did not happen or right. just, like there's no need to talk about that. And to me, I'm like, that's probably the most damning thing, which is, you know, to me, you, you look, I mean, at least give me the explanation of why I shouldn't think that that's about you fucking her up and then being like, don't go to the hospital. Agreed.
0: I should have said, no, this isn't working. And I should have walked away. Um, And I didn't.
3: Troubling signs in the relationship were revealed when prosecutors presented text messages where majors expressed suicidal thoughts, saying, maybe I'm such a monster and horrible man that I don't deserve it and should just kill myself. Were you suicidal?
0: The the ideations of removing myself from situations permanently is a thought that I've had, um, I mean, since I was a kid, you know, since I was a, You know, young boy on the farm in Texas, you know, it's not there anymore, you know. I've done that. I'm I'm doing the work to to keep it at bay and make sure it's not there anymore.
3: Through it all, Major's new girlfriend, actress Megan Good, has remained by his side, even present for our interview. How would you describe your relationship?
0: She's an angel. She's held me down like, like a Coretta, you know.
1: Now this is the part that went viral. Cause...
2: He loves that goddamn corretta, don't
1: he? <laughs> That's his go to. That's his go to. Nigga,
2: are you changing any laws? I like I like I I I I do not understand. I try to find it, you're a goddamn actor. And I'm not saying you're not good at your job. I'm not saying that. You you great. Are you marching across bridges Is they putting water on you? You getting sick by dogs. Are you out here, you know, doing I have dream speeches, like nigga? No.
1: Yeah, I think Especially with us being introduced to his like Coretta thing through that vo- the the recording where he was yelling at you know this white woman to be his Coretta and to hold him down because he's a very important man for his race and all this stuff, you know that that I mean I don't think as much as I have loved her, his work I don't think I've ever thought of this dude as anything more than just a great actor i don't think i've even heard until just recently when people decided to be team jonathan majors on social media i had never heard anybody even imply he was any more important than just being a good actor it's only until that clip came out and now with this shit that they're like man you have to understand what he's trying to say see what he mean is and i'm like yeah i don't know that i don't think it is (laughs) i don't think it is that i think it's a i think it's a dog whistle to a lot of black folks online the type of black folks i'm talking about that will jump into the fray of a racial discussion and go Mm
2: -hmm.
1: oh yeah a white woman's trying to take a black man down and then that's as far as they need to think it through fuck the text messages fuck the uh you know the, the 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 recording. Fuck all that shit. It, this is just he is now he is MLK, and it seemed like the only thing him him and MLK have in common is you know uh, dating a white woman and and cheating. Those those are the only two, <laughs> like <laughs> and, and
2: and and being black men. And you know what's so funny? Yeah. I'm just not thinking about this. It's funny how when black men do something, all of a sudden they have to be historic. You start...
1: Historic or? His, I
2: mean, okay. Historic when I mean like yeah, his, historic yeah, yeah. No, you say
1: historic. I didn't know. I'm, I mean, okay.
2: his, historic mm-hmm. as far as they have to be, you know, Emmett Till. They got to be M.O.K. They got right. to be Malcolm X. Right. But yet when women come up, you don't actually go across history and be like, she's such, 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 such. Everything is fuck that bitch. No matter what she do, she wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. It was interesting too, because people was like, you know, he does he have a Coretta Scott, Scott King fetish? Because I was like, does he want to like fuck Coretta? What? How often is know. this gonna be the example? You know? Because um, just like this, show go to. But I think honestly, subliminally, what he really is saying is a woman that puts up with a lot of shit because she's with a great man is right. how people view Coretta Scott King. Mm-hmm. Because if you ask these people anything more than about Coretta Scott King, they're just gonna say. Wife to MLK.
2: Right.
1: Not activists in her own right.
2: Right. Not she did shit. That man died and she still continued to do shit. Right. But, you know, fuck all that because all that matters is MLK's wife. And for a lot of people, that's the beginning, middle, and end. Like, she wasn't a whole ass human being before she met that nigga and a whole ass human being after he died.
0: Yeah. I'm so blessed to have her. You know, the relationship is still fresh, but, you know, I think I, I found it.
3: The March 2023 incident thrust Majors' dating history into the forefront. A Rolling Stone article back in June detailed multiple allegations of abusive behavior dating back to Majors' relationships in college, allegations Majors vehemently denies. His attorneys offered past partners to defend him. Have you ever had issues with domestic abuse?
0: I've, I've witnessed it. Um, but never participated you know I mean I've I've, I've been smacked up before you know but yeah never never exercised it those relationships went back to when I was you know 21 22 years old and I just think was I a jerk you know was I you know you know a, a mean guy you know and I go yeah, knowing what I know now, like oh, severe depression, childhood trauma. I've had very few relationships, um, so I can I can I can gather um, what situations we're talking about. Um, yeah, I was not the best boyfriend all the time.
3: But never hit a woman.
0: Never hit a woman. I've never, but my hands have never struck a woman, ever
1: yeah i don't know just because of the text messages with the hospital shit but um if you're talking about those other relationships i read that Rolling stone piece i don't remember him being accused of physically assaulting people just emotional abuse and shit like that but you know it's been a while since i read it so maybe i missed something but even still it's like i said i'm not trying to denigrate the dude i just you know this is what he has to do to get back in people's good graces i guess Mm -hmm. this is his pr tour I I I I know how social media works. It's not like anything's going to be good enough anyway. You know, people were like, why don't he just give $500,000 to a domestic violence charity and just go away and don't say shit and don't do an interview or whatever. Yeah, don't and I'm right like, that. cause he wants to work again. So he's going to start his image rehab and it's starting here with good morning America, giving him kind of a softball interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also one of the reasons people are giving them softball interviews is because a lot of people, even seeing that footage and everything didn't they like it wasn't ray rice right and they're like i don't know it didn't seem like what he did was that fucked up and at least on the night in question and the other stuff we didn't see and we just had to speculate from the text messages and whatnot that what what possibly or probably happened and i think that's enough for people to be like yeah i'm uh he'll eventually work again and he'll be fine
2: yeah, and also for, and I trying to find it, for a lot of people, they see that, and for some people, they go, well, that could have been me, or I, you know, I, you know, and so for a lot of people, it's a protection of him mm. well, and a protection of themselves.
1: specifically for that night in question. Correct,
2: for that night in question, Yeah, Yeah, yes.
1: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people in relationships that are fucked up that we talk about all the time i know we're the exception to the rule about Mm. not arguing not raising our voice at each other never putting our hands on each other no
2: sir i know that loving manner
1: that's what people say like you know you're supposed to do but there there's a lot of people that just don't do that or just not throughout their whole lives or their experience hasn't been that you know people have put their hands on them. people have yelled at them called them out their name emotionally abused them fought you know Mm -hmm. Um and that is actually what most people would consider normal.
2: Yes it is. You know, you they- look
1: at our entertainment, the movies and TV shows, the rom-coms, to me almost every single rom-com is filled with some type of huge deal breaker where it's like, "Yo, I would never deal with a person like this. Fuck that." And yet, you know, that's a pretty high bar, high standard comparatively considering how often people are like yeah we sometimes you know i said i I yelled at her this that oh we you know we wrestle and play fight and uh one time she slapped me upside the face or you know uh you never had a girl try to like fuck you up because you was cheating or whatever and it's like yeah i haven't but it seems like a lot of people have so i can see how in this world there's a lot of people who are like i've been in relationships that were mm-hmm. either this bad or you know this normal worse. this was normal to us or it was worse and so They're not looking at him as some type of zero-tolerance policy of, like, no, this motherfucker got to go. They're like, yeah, that's just a fucked-up situation. It could have happened to me, like you said.
2: Yeah, and also, like you said, it's one of those things, and I like rom-coms, but a lot of rom-coms are we get together, something that we literally could have talked about. Mm. We don't fucking talk about people do bad communication skills, which it happens in real life. It causes... All of a sudden, nobody knows how the other person feels. Somebody does something that's misunderstood, or somebody does something fucked up. Then you turn around, and a huge gesture, like a big gesture, has got to be done in public. Like right. we can't talk behind closed doors. But it's, my
1: point isn't like I'm not. I don't care about rom coms. My point but, was, but, but it's so normalized, it's in our rom coms. Correct. That's how often this shit happens. Is that it's. It it's not far-fetched when we watch some movie and go yeah and then they didn't talk for a year because he did this or you know and then they threw all the clothes out or then they burned something or then they you know like just people do fucked up shit to each other and i wonder yeah. if some of the you know it's like i live in a bubble of like you know our happiness and my experiences mm-hmm. and our relationships and stuff so it's not a i don't live in this bubble of like well, what am I going to do if uh, I fuck up and then Karen tries to beat my ass and I run away, but I have to push her off me and she gets hurt and now I'm in court. I mean, I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm going to feel like I had to do what I had to do and I did I'm I'm not the animal y'all are saying I am. I was beating on her and being abusive and shit. I was just in a bad relationship, quote unquote. And I think a lot of people put a lot in that bad relationship and don't really take a lot of accountability for their part in that.
2: Agreed. And that Is That goes back to, like I said, the rom-com. Even though that shit is, quote-unquote, a lot of it is over the top. But a lot of people, like you said, consider that normal. Like, that dysfunction is normal for a lot of people. And that's why people that have, like, normal function in their relationships, they're boring. You're not going to put cameras in their face. You're not going to follow them around. Well, my point is, my
1: point is, who says what's normal? That's true. Because if the majority of people are having bad relationship stuff, that's the normal. We're the... Weird, weirdo,
2: uh, yes I agree. so i don't so
1: that that's why i think like while people are like jumping on we like to jump on the example of the moment there's i think there's a distinct possibility this guy works again and, and like to some extent will be okay mm-hmm. because i don't think what people the evidence people saw is as compelling as like like i said that ray rice tape or you know something something where you just see a man like physically assaulting a woman not in like self-defense not in trying to get away not in whatever you just that you just go he beat that woman down i think he may end up being okay eventually because of
2: that i I do too and also is you know it's also one of those things where like you brought up a good point with the cloretta scott king thing he keeps bringing up a lot of that is, quote-unquote, society tells straight women to just deal with whatever a man does. And regardless of how he treats you or what he does, you, you're just supposed to just sit there. You're not supposed to have any wants or any desires or anything outside of him, you know. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. You don't, quote-unquote, want to fight for love or whatever the case may be. And a lot of that is, like I said, that romanticizing shit.
1: Well, that's also just, that's our... That's our misunderstanding of what Coretta Scott King was. Right. That's just what people think the symbol of Coretta Scott King was. Like I said, she's an activist in her own right. Mm-hmm. So this idea of her just sitting at home waiting on MLK is something we fictionalized right. to make ourselves feel like, because he was such a great Jesus figure. You know, that's the reason we don't talk about his cheating. And, you know, the reason we don't talk about, you know, his relationship with a white woman and stuff like that. We don't talk about that shit because it would, take away from the deity status but in order for him to have deity status we must then again make him sinless and that makes her less than three-dimensional because everyone becomes a support figure you know the virgin mary essentially is Coretta scott king for that um but you know the other thing is Coretta scott king was bae now i know that jonathan Mm -hmm. majors isn't bringing her up because he sexually is attracted to her that was a joke i made on twitter but i know that's not real everybody some some of the shit is just jokes um you know and i don't want to say that he's not attracted to black women or couldn't i mean Mm -hmm. megan good is black last time i checked and she's bad as fuck and i don't know if their relationship is fake or real or whatever but i don't know that that about any of these celebrity relationships Mm -hmm. um but uh coretta scott king though was you know top five civil right base you know smash a pass list she was she was on there she was um you know i'm not gonna i don't want to denigrate these great ladies by you know making a Mm -hmm. a list about you know just how you know which ones was bad and not in in no certain order but you know Mm -hmm. of course ida bay wells is on the list for sure come on uh you know gotta if you book wells gotta put madam cj walker near the top yes first black
2: billionaire
1: you know um Obviously, Rosa Parks, you know, colorism aside, she also is just a beautiful woman. Uh, Ella Baker. <laughs> okay. Y'all don't know about, what y'all know about Ella Baker? Y'all might want to Google that. Okay. You know, of course, Angela Davis, you know, defended herself uh, against the government in the motherfucking murder trial. Come on. Uh, when she was left to fend for uh, for herself, basically. Woo, child. Um child. You know, uh, same thing for Asada Shakur. Um Daisy Bates, okay? Um, I'm, I'm going deep I, in the box, you know what I'm saying? I've heard of Daisy, Daisy Bates, Bates, you know, you got to throw her on the top ten. Let me um, that one. Dorothy Height, okay? I was signed that amendment, you know what I'm saying? I think y'all know what I mean, okay? That that thing is getting, that thing is definitely getting. Come uh, on through,
2: Daisy Bates! Mm-hmm.
1: And then I think the last one is uh, Francis Ellen, I think it's like Watkins Harper. Let me make sure I got that right i'm gonna google that real quick this is all off the top of the head guys uh yeah francis ellen watkins harper was a baddie she was bad too so i mean look i get it bro she but just use one of them you know what i'm saying stop going to the coretta you know you just gonna keep going back to coretta like that you might be you couldn't have board, said betty shabazz, shabazz betty shabazz is somebody's wife too you know, this this feels a little like the, the MLK, you know, Martina Luther the King. Like it feels a little like you only know one civil rights babe. That's it. That's all he knows. And now you done got you don't got caught up, you know. So I'm just saying, it's it's some out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Claudette, she honorable mention, Brianna. She makes the list, you know. Um, but you gotta do a little bit more research, you know what I'm saying? Mary Ellen Pleasant had that money, you know what I'm saying? Now her eyes was look, you know, like selling but the guap would have made up for it, you know what I'm hey. saying? I, I would have been a sugar baby for Mary Ellen Pleasant for sure. <laughs> all right, um, you know what I'm saying? She could fund my John Brown's Harper Ferry Ridge uh <laughs> revolution, you know what I'm saying? Okay, all right, uh, we kill them all. Um, all right, uh, <laughs> I did make a joke on Twitter that uh because people be doing that joke where they send you a they put a picture of something from a meme and be like if i send you this it means blah 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 you know like Mm -hmm. picture cat williams and it's like if i send you this it means i'm about to tell the whole truth or something like that so i did one with jonathan majors i said if i send you this i want you to put on your horn rim glasses put your hair up in the (laughs) b style b-hop style Put on a cotton dress that goes down past the knees.
2: Not the beehive. Okay. Because
1: <laughs> it's on tonight. It okay. is on
2: and popping. I, I like you better that get them
1: pins. That's the only way you're going to have a beehive. I need that civil rights loving. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about we're going to get on the counter at Woolworth. If You know what I'm saying? I think you do. I think y'all I think y'all do know what <laughs> I'm saying.
2: We're going we to have sex like gas was less than a dollar, girl.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna have to boycott this dude. You know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> I'm a civil rights my way to your ass. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we shall overcome all over you. All right, let's move on. Let's move on, <laughs> yes! guys. There's other things to talk about. Uh do you still have some of that Bailey's Irish cream liquor in your in your fridge? I
2: have a had that in a long. You
1: still got that because people get it for Christmas time. They do. Well, experts are saying, "Hey, hey, hey, gotta be careful with that." Okay. They stress that cream liquors can wreak havoc with pipes under the sink. So if you're planning on pouring it down the drain for dry January, don't.
2: Uh oh oh! So if you like, I'm tired ty- I'm you know you're trying to get rid of it and you pour it down the drain, they say it'll fuck your drain. Yo, your yeah. pipes up.
1: mm-hmm while it may be delicious to drink, it doesn't keep for long and often adds up down the sink. However, this sort of beverage should never be disposed of this way. Cream liqueurs have a large fat content and as mm-hmm. such falls into the category of FOGs. Fats, f- the drains. fats, oils, and greases is what a FOG means. Uh, FOG should never go down the sink as it sticks to pipes and can cause blockages. It also is what's responsible for fatbergs in our sewers. Now, fatbergs are a UK thing. I don't know if we don't have them in the US or people don't talk about it. What is that? It's like a collection of, like, debris and and fat and all this stuff that gets stuck in the sewer and it ends up, like, being a rock-like mass um, of waste. And it can... uh, Yeah, it's made of non-biodegradable solids such as like wet wipes and stuff like that. Ooh. So they call them fatbergs and they can clog the sewers. Um. So yeah, while other experts have stressed that due to its consistency, Bailey can collate in the U-bin of a sink and cause blockages in the same way hot cooking f- fat and oils can. Um. Instead, the best way of getting rid of it is to pour the drink into a sealed container and simply throw it in the bin. However, it's worth pointing out, despite it having cream in it, Bailey's has a pretty long shelf life, staying fresh for around six months after it's open. So you could just drink Hold it if you. To it. So yeah. if you have a dry January, you can actually wait till February, up, right,
2: and just and just and just finish the bottle off for the, for the next few months.
1: Yeah. So there you go, um, Cedric the Entertainer um, responds to Cat Williams again. Uh, he was asked at the Golden Globes. He says, it's an interesting time now. People get on these blogs. They just start spewing off stuff that's not even factual. I let the fodder just go out there until I'm ready to respond to it. I am who I am. I stand on that for sure.
2: I know. Oh, so this time he got asked. He was asked Okay. About yeah. The first time he did it on his own accord, right? Mm-hmm. Not on his own accord, but, you know, put it out there. And nobody kind oh, of yeah. prompt for it,
1: right? Mm-hmm. On, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still ain't going to matter. Mm-mm. You know? um alaska's i mean alaska airlines boeing jetliner um um that suffered an in-flight blowout
2: yeah we covered the other yeah, day yeah yesterday okay. was
1: mm-hmm. restricted because of concern over warning light oh so they wouldn't let it take flights to hawaii because it had, had war pressurization warning lights l- light up three different times this same plane the same plane this is that one
2: why the fuck was it in the sky
1: um yeah they decided to restrict the aircraft from long flights over water so the plane could return very quickly to an airport if the warning light reappeared
2: Cha, y'all trying to get sued
1: uh yeah they cautioned that the pressurization light might be unrelated to friday's incident in which a plug covering an unused exit door blew off as it cruised about three miles over oregon uh the warning light came on during three previous flights, December 7th, January 3rd, and January 4th, the day before the door plug broke off. They said they didn't have all the details regarding the December 7th incident, but the specific specified uh but specified the light came on during a flight on January 3rd and on January 4th after the plane had landed. Uh NTSB said the lost door plug was found Sunday near Portland, Oregon by a school teacher. Uh, who discovered it in his backyard and sent two photos to the safety board.
2: Oh, so they didn't come get it.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, Thank God we... nobody was out there and got, could have got hurt by it.
2: Right, that. Land on the, landed on somebody.
1: Uh, investigators will examine the plug, which is 26 by 48 inches um, and weighs 63 pounds. Uh, they want to see signs of how it broke free.
2: Child, uh, you could have killed somebody. And they think they said it was 10,000 feet in the air when that bitch fell off. Mm-hmm. Woo.
1: no no not that no they were only three miles in the air oh three they had miles. just taken off thank goodness
2: oh because if they would
1: have been really high right. in the air or some shit who knows what would have happened. right um so yeah we'll we'll see what if anything else happens uh i think united airlines did um
2: didn't they say the government asked them to ground planes or something because it is
1: well, I think I started with they ground they're grounding these planes but uh United Airlines uh did some type of checks on the on their fleet of these specific airplanes and I think they've already found some that did not have the bolts tightened on that that panel that door panel like it weren't tight enough so yeah man this is a horrible look for boeing
2: yeah because the problem with boeing if you have watch any of those documentaries uh you know a lot of it is like hey the, that, that plane is like their highest and most selling plane but have had the most issues out of all their planes <laughs> you know it's out there you know going platinum but everybody's like your plane got problems
1: yeah so yeah and this it just looks real bad right now for boeing and i'm sure it's a scary time for people flying i mean To me, it's it's also that thing where it's like it's probably the best time to fly right now because they definitely double-checking everything. But at the same time, it's, like, scary knowing everybody was just out here, you know?
2: Right. And it's also, you know, one of those things, too, to... If Republicans trying to defund all these fucking federal agencies. Y'all know what I'm do. Make sure fucking planes go, y'all. One of the jobs of the federal government is to be sure you don't got them die in the air. That's their whole fucking job.
1: Yeah, this was a different spin on ran off with the plug. Um, Nerdy Sensei says the mechanic said to keep the plane under 60, it shouldn't shake the door loose. Yeah. I, that's, that's, a, that's a joke I would have made about spirit airlines, but now I'm like, fuck, I guess it's everybody. <laughs>
2: There's a man with a cigarette hanging out his mouth. Like TV, I think TV has some aside. I know my plane. <laughs>
0: right.
2: We don't get there. It's, don't worry, the light come on. We still got another hundred miles of gas.
1: Don't worry about that. Don't
2: pump the pedal too hard. I know my I know my car. I we know my car. Gonna, we
1: just gonna keep it slow and low. <laughs>
2: we ain't gonna go too high.
1: All right, everybody, turn their electric devices off. I won't drain the battery. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. uh mm, I don't really give a fuck about this Golden Globe story. Um, Mm-mm. Oprah deny. <laughs> Oprah denies that Taraji P. the that they that her and Taraji P. Henson have a feud. She says, I would step in to fix color purple set issues like no food at rehearsals. I'm not in charge of the budget. So, um, Oprah told Entertainment tonight people are saying that I was not supporting Taraji. Taraji will tell you herself that I've been the greatest champion of this film, championing not only the behind the scenes projection, but also everything that everybody needed. So whenever I heard that there was something someone needed, I'm not in charge of the budget because that's Warner Brothers. That's the way the studio system works. We as producers, everybody gets their salary and everybody's negotiated. Everybody's negotiated by your team. And so whenever I heard there was an issue or there was a problem, there was a problem with the, with the cars or the problem with food. I would step in and do whatever i could to do, make it right and i believe that taraji would even vouch for that and say that it is true now taraji already vouched for that mm-hmm. and said it in uh so much on social media but people fucking want to hate oprah yes, i don't know do. what it is i have i have suspicions and stuff about what a lot of this stuff is we kind of talked about a little bit yesterday about just this idea of successful black people we immediately suspect the worst it just doesn't fucking matter what their politics are and stuff it just it really doesn't matter and we make them responsible for everything i saw something interesting the other day where someone was quoting bell hooks and then this person on twitter was like uh you mean bell hooks the landlord that evicted people and blah blah blah? and then the person replied back like well one bell hooks is still living in america and still you know subject to the whatever like participating in the system of capitalism that we all are complicit in right Mm -hmm. but the point that i thought about was when do we make that allowance because you're making that allowance for bell hooks because you love bell hooks and she's such a like feminist scholar and all this stuff but like if that was just somebody you don't like that's all they would be It's just oh this landlord ass nigga. And that would be the end of it because we're human and people, you know, pick and choose their, you know, their heroes when it comes to this shit. Of course. I try my best to live in the complexity of humanity and accept that. Like
2: I try, there
1: are very few people that are just so like, you know, like Donald Trump where you're like, fuck man, I can't, there's nothing. This person is just hurting people. That's what they do for a living. But with a lot of these celebrities, especially the black ones, um and a double especially the black ones they're some of the people that give back to our community the few
2: the the most yeah the
1: few people that that the few rich people that actually take an interest in helping black people in the world are normally black
2: yes they are
1: but most importantly we also try to make them responsible for everything where it's like um so in this case with oprah I've seen people be like, it doesn't matter what the facts are or how the studio system work or what it means to be an executive producer. It doesn't even matter that she's the one that stepped in and made things right. She should have just somehow preternaturally known and, and fixed things before they were a problem. And no one should ever have had a problem. And it's such an insane thing because I don't know if you've ever tried to do anything with humans, especially a collection of humans. It's goddamn impossible someone's always fucking something off someone's always getting on somebody's nerves someone's not complying someone some person's freedom looks like another person's cage not everybody's the same not everybody wants the same shit and until we can live in that messiness i don't think there's any i think we're just gonna end up being in i just want to hate oprah and i think that's what it came down to but i this was not hard to deduce from the original stuff that i saw on social media it was people reaching to be like oh you could tell oprah hate her and she yeah, oprah oprah is tired of her doing something and it's like well we have no reason to believe that other than you telling us
2: other than you telling us based off of nobody's facts. and honest
1: to god the way taraji
2: is spitting and just saying like
1: this was wrong this was wrong why the fuck would i believe she'd be like but i won't say nothing about oprah right like her career is already on the line just for what she's been saying There's people looking, I'm sure, at the next production or putting on a list of like, don't don't ask her for shit. She going to tell everybody business when we short, low-ball people or we fuck up in any way, Mm -hmm. she going to put it out there. And that's how that fucking economy runs on secrets. But the bigger picture that I thought people missed is there ain't but one Oprah. There's one fucking Oprah. In all of Hollywood, there's one Oprah. You see what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. that means... Every other production that don't got an Oprah, an executive producer that a black woman can call and say, black woman, to black woman, they are not treating us right. And that black woman say, let me flex my power on these white folks and get the things that y'all need accomplished. Cause I'm not putting up with this shit. There are, there is one fucking Oprah. We don't have a litany of these stories, which means mm-hmm. to Raji P Henson and every other black actress, are not getting those things on the other sets. She talks about having roaches in her set for fucking um the the show that came on Fox. Uh well, I can't tell Empire. The truth. Empire. She she talks about that. Like and, and we're glossing over that to hate Oprah as opposed to like hating this entire system that is racist and sexist and putting these women in a position to have to deal with this shit. And also shout out to Taraji for being the voice on the set who stood up because that person almost always pays a cost. And she was the one that stood up because all the actresses were going through the same thing when it came to not having certain stuff met. And so Taraji would call Oprah. Now look, maybe she the one that just had Oprah number and it was cool. I don't know. But she would call Oprah and Oprah would be like, yeah, I'm getting this for everybody. These, These are bare minimum basic things. No, you should not have to get a rental car and drive yourself to the set that doesn't happen on any of these other fucking sets right why the fuck would that need to happen on this
2: set right get a chauffeur pick them up like y'all do every fucking body else that has a movie with this budget yeah so i i like i said it's it, it,
1: it it's so weird to watch people turn what is essentially taraji and the other actresses going thank god for oprah into fuck oprah that is so that is such an internet thing and it's it's and it's like i said it's one of the scariest parts of the internet that we need our own set of facts it's why i say liberal people progressive people black people whoever the internet speaks the same language it's just different it's different goals depending on what groups you in but right. it kind of speaks the same yeah the q conspiratorial yeah, the, bullshit the
2: tactics are the same the rabbit holes are the same the end results are quote unquote the same they're not the same as far as the goals but the end result of the arguing the bickering that like 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 that part is it's, it's going to be the same regardless of quote unquote what side you want particularly if you're on these extreme sides because if you don't own the extreme left and the extreme right most people are in the middle but if you own these extreme sides the other side is the problem and yeah. they're stupid and you're not they fail for the clickbait and you don't when you win. both sides are literally doing the same thing y'all are literally identically doing the same thing
1: yeah and and it's also like one of those things where because we love celebrities so much and we don't understand show business and a lot of the ways things work we just see a celebrity's name and we're like is you 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 the one you in part, you in charge and it's like no oprah's name is on it that's how it works oprah puts up some money oprah gives the ideas to make sure it gets made but oprah sitting around micromanaging the set no you know i'm a, like i said i'm going it's game theory with Bo jones his name is on it but there's a bunch of shit that happened for me and the other writers and stuff that is not his business and he would not fucking know and it wouldn't matter and yeah he might be an ep on it yeah he's the talent and the and the headline but he's not fucking like in every meeting in every office. Right, that's doing, not realistic. He don't know. He don't know if some And and we, uh, I think this is one of the bad results of the Me Too movement and the social media like hyperbole, is that we're like, oh, if someone was sexually harassed, um, on the set of First Take, why didn't Stephen A. Smith do something? And it's like the amount of ignorance to how things work that you have to have to go to that conclusion it just lets me know you just know that that's the most famous name yes, so you sir. just that's you're so obsessed with celebrity you don't think about it this is why this is my big gripe about the ellen shit and, yes. and motherfuckers don't want to hear it cuz they they just wanted to hate ellen yes. for being like a fake nice white woman but I'm to this day and I still feel the fucking same i'm i'm not convinced that that she was this evil bad person Believe i really it. think the, that that set was run they had two producers that when you come down to the actual charges or or the allegations mm-hmm. they had two pro- executive producers or showrunners or whatever that everyone was like these are the motherfuckers that were doing things but what did they say the next sentence was but Ellen who we don't know if she knew any of this shit Ellen didn't stop it therefore it's her fault why didn't this woman fix everything and we hate the, and are jealous of these kind of motherfuckers so it's like yep her fault that's all I gotta hear Ellen gotta go and then when the show's cancelled here come all the employees Yes, why, did they, why y'all cancel the show the fuck you thought was gonna happen yeah cause it's, we're obsessed with celebrity we don't know how to take something and go you know what they should probably fire those two producers um, maybe yes. this is a wake-up call for Ellen. Maybe Ellen needs to be a little more hands-on or maybe Ellen needs to have, they need to have a sit-down meeting where Ellen's like, oh, guys, yeah. I never told anybody, don't look me in the eyes. What's well, funny- They we need to have checks and more checks and balances. Whatever they need to do. What was funny about that was, I remember reading every fucking story at that time. No one ever had an account of like, and then ellen said don't look me in the eyes it's always like someone told me not to look her in the eyes Mm -hmm. and one day she came in a meeting she didn't seem very amused and i was scared and i'm like yes ease the whisper campaign and it being a woman real easy to do that to somebody
2: people are naturally distrustful of women and they think women are bitches and no matter how much you fake smile quote unquote or they feel like it's a fake smile even if it's genuinely who you are it don't matter to people yeah, I
1: think Oprah's one of those people that, you know, we, we got to get at her for not being our mom or whatever the fuck. People, whatever the problem is, she didn't fix the world. Um, a woman sues a dentist after four root canals, eight dental crowns, and 20 fillings in a single visit. What? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, somebody was, somebody was like, uh, how much is that insurance paying? Max them all out. The fuck is this?
1: A Minnesota woman has sued her dentist after receiving four root canals, eight dental crowns, 20 fillings, in a single visit. Uh, Kathleen Wilson filed the lawsuit last week in Hennepin County District Court accusing Dr. Kevin Moldrum of Moldrum fantasy, fa- Family dentist, Dentistry in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, of providing negligent treatment in July 2020 that caused significant injuries to Wilson along with providing an unsafe dosage of anesthesia and falsifying medical records to cover it up. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, cause I mean, I'm talking funny. Insurance companies would be like, "Hey, like uh, doubt like uh, this is abnormal. Like uh, you gonna have to prove that we need all this shit done in one setting. Like this don't make sense. Most people kind of space this shit out or something. Like you was like, we gonna do all the work today, no matter what. That don't make sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to blame the victim, but I don't know. I feel like after filling number seven, it's like. What the, what's going on? <laughs> this, it's a lot of work, Doc. Another root canal? Do I even have that many roots? Yeah, and on top of that, she probably was drugged. So yeah, she know. was drugged. Right. I mean, how else could you how else could you do all this work if she wasn't drugged? She would have died. She would have went to shock in the pain, you know. Uh, but yeah, when he when you came in and he was like, "You'll be a dentist." Dance. You have a talent for causing things pain.
2: <laughs> she should be your dad. can come like, be a, de- be be a de- de- People will pay you to be inhumane. <laughs> yes, that's my jam.
1: <laughs> she, <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> she was out. I, I, she finally gonna be in court. The guy still looks like plain food to me. Yeah. The guy sure looks like plain food to me. me. Um, but yeah. Um. Wilson had decay on virtually every tooth in her mouth, something that's quite rare, Goldstein Mm -hmm. wrote. Mulder's attempt to restore all of Wilson's teeth in one visit did nothing to address her susceptibility to disease or the potential of losing teeth. So her mouth, I mean, I assume her mouth must have been really messed up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they said the diagnosis was right, that her teeth were rotting and stuff, but the uh, treatment was wrong. Mm. Katie required a slow, thoughtful, careful, and measured response to her disease. Trying to fill every hole in the, uh, every tooth in her mouth in one visit is not only the antithesis of what was indicated, it is not humanely possible to achieve in an effective or constructive manner. Right. They said, adding that it is inconceivable to address 28 teeth in five and a half hours. Boy, he was. Woo, five and a half hours. Did he have no other customers that day? <laughs> no, he didn't see nobody. else He was like clear my schedule because, as far as I know, at the dentist, like one, they mostly just like come in after the all the uh, technicians have done the work, and they just put a mirror in your mouth and they make you re, you know lay back down in the chair, and they be like, mm-hmm. and I say, ah, mm-hmm, okay, all right, you good, and I'm like, you didn't do shit
2: there are no cavities okay
1: yeah but like they'd ask them they might ask the technician like uh did he have any what, what's going on with this left uh, okay cool all right all right nothing see you then. and then if maybe if you have a cavity they're like okay i'm gonna do something with this cavity mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's i this thing where they just like spend five and a half hours on you like bro
2: what the, are we not having like an
1: oral surgery
2: was the the like clear my this?
1: clear my schedule <laughs> as soon as he
2: seen him out he's like oh no yeah you ain't trying to get them healthy nothing what is i would sue you do unless she was like bill murray i don't know what the fuck he expected her to do no one want to
1: sit through all that um yeah he administered eight tubes of dental anesthetic known as carpules but goldstein found the first dose alone was eight carpules and he administered 15 carpules throughout the visit. Wilson went to a different dental office for evaluation, showing recurrent decay and other damage. For several months in 2022, she was treated at the University of Minnesota Dental School for repair and replacement of many of her restorations in an attempt to stabilize her mouth. If all of Wilson's teeth end up having to be removed and replaced with implants, Ghosting said all of the work that was done and all the expense associated with it would have been for nothing. Uh, she says she suffered pain, embarrassment, disfigurement, and distress. She's asking for fifty thousand dollars in damages for at least fifty thousand.
2: That's all.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they are gonna throw some emotional on that. Cause you come on, come on, buddy. Oh my god,
2: your face swole. Your mouth, like, I can't even imagine. You probably can't talk. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's terrible. Uh, all right, let's do some other news. Um. Let's do. Uh, um, what's the segment I want to do? Oh yeah, let's do some LGBTQ news. Let me see what you want to be. You better move your body. You better move your feet. And I want to groove. Show me what's cool. Riding, caring, baby. LGBTQ news. We try to take us down, but we still around. We we try to still shine, but we on the ride We live but you can't do what we got to do. We
0: lose, we lose. Black guy.
1: Who tips. LGBTQ News. Um, all right. Let's get into it. LGBTQ News. Uh, speaking of which, low-key, Murray. Pauli Murray could have been on the list. Um, mm. But uh, Pope Francis calls for a universal ban on the despicable practice of surrogacy. Um, Only weeks after he approved blessing same-sex couples, Pope Francis has spoken out against the practice of surrogacy, likening it to human trafficking. Now, isn't that interesting? You bless same-sex couplehood, quote-unquote, not the same as marriage. Don't get ahead of yourself. We're not calling it marriage equality. We're not blessing your marriage. We're saying if you have a civil union, we'll we'll throw a little holy water on you. Also, we won't do it at the same day that you get married because that would look like we were blessing the marriage. So, you know, these are these are our rules. New Pope, new Pope, you know what I'm saying? Same old recipes. But one thing that happens a lot when uh, LGBTQ couples have um, LGBT couples want to have children a lot of times they have to use a surrogate. Yes. Or they have to use surrogacy.
2: Yeah, there are people that are straight to use surrogacy.
1: Now I was going to get to that. Right. There are people in, yeah, cis head relationships. Yeah, they go,
2: I want my egg and your sperm. It don't matter the incubator. I, yeah. just, I just want the child to, quote, unquote, biologically or DNA-wise be ours.
1: He says, I consider the despicable the practice of so-called surrogate motherhood, which represents a grave violation of the dignity of the woman and the child based on the exploitation of situations of the mother's material needs, he said in a recent foreign policy address.
2: That's not true. Everybody that's a surrogate ain't poor.
1: Yeah. Pope Francis then called for a universal ban on surrogacy, saying a child should never be the basis of a commercial contract. He has previously referred to surrogacy as uterus for rent. Now, what's interesting about that is there are also people, hardcore right wing people, that also say adoption is child trafficking. How was adopt? I know the- I didn't say it made sense. Get the fuck out I just here. this is what they would be saying. The practice of surrogacy has long been controversial. Some argue it exploits women while others believe women deserve the power and the agency to decide how they want to use their bodies, especially when strong contracts are in place to protect both the parent and the surrogate. In the United States, the surrogacy industry is highly regulated, whereas in some countries like Italy, the practice is banned altogether. Uh, so, yeah, they, they didn't get into like some personal examples, but yeah, this fuck this dude, man. He, this, I'm, I know. It, I know on the one hand, like he is the most progressive Pope, but on the end of the, at the other hand, I feel like he does a lot of tricks with his words where it make it seem like the church is progressive when they're not, Mm-mm. you know, they're like, we want to erase the social stigma, but not, but not really. And you know, because of the way my beliefs are set up, I'm like, go in the room and come out and just be like, yeah, God said it's cool. And just move the fuck on. I don't even know what the problem is at this point. You the Pope. Ain't that what you do? Just, like, go in the room for, like, an hour, come back. Yo, I talked to God. He said, yo, if you gay, it's cool. You can still get married, same as everybody else. No problem. And uh, make sure y'all still tied 10%. I, like, just get the money or whatever. Like, I don't know why this got to be a problem. But speaking of people speaking out against homophobia and whatnot, Joe Biden mm-hmm. boots Uganda from trade deal over horrific kill the gays law. The U S has removed Uganda from the list of nations eligible to benefit from the African growth and opportunity act due to the enactment last spring of its horrific anti-homosexual homosexuality act in December 29th proclamation. President Joe Biden wrote that he had determined that Uganda along with the central African Republican Gabon and Niger does not meet the requirements to continue benefiting from the trade deal. Accordingly, I've decided to terminate the designations of the central African Republic Gabon, Niger and Uganda as beneficiary sub-Saharan African countries for purposes of section 506A of the Trade Act, effective January 1st, 2024. The move follows Uganda's enactment last year, the Anti-Homosexuality Act, the law signed by Uganda President Yoweri Museveni uh last May uh made what it describes as aggravated homosexuality punishable by the death penalty. Now what a lot of people don't know is um uh a lot uh there's this documentary i watched called i think they call me kuchu um that's really good uh and it elaborates on just like i think it was uganda at the time that this do- this documentary is like maybe 10 years old i don't know but um it, it it elaborated on the actual like problems that are happening there and a lot of those problems are imported because it's uh christian missionaries white people mm-hmm. with money mm-hmm. from other countries coming in and, and going market. here is a country where i i can actually put forward unchallenged draconian homophobia mm-hmm. um that will not be challenged because uh i will line the pockets of the people in charge mm-hmm. and that and there won't be any resistance and they'll pass these laws that essentially murder gay people mm-hmm um it's it's, yeah it's a very real thing and one of the things in that documentary was i think obama was in office at the time and the the way that kind of ends is that obama threatens to take you got out of some trade deals and you gotta relent at the time on these laws but thereby thwarting the christian right-wing uh fascist uh people that 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 had that had put invested so much in the country to try to get gay people oppressed now why the fuck they need to go to another country to try to make sure the gay people are getting killed there. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I don't But they're doing it under the auspices of God and religion, which I what part? What part is that? You know, so it's it's frustrating to to uh to listen to that bullshit. You know, and these people are claiming that it's it's a religion thing, but yeah, even this problem is an imported problem from places like America mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know white nations and stuff because those are the people going there, spending that money to oppress gay people that don't they don't even fucking live there,
2: don't live there.
1: So I I mean, but what's sad is that I mean, what ten years ago this was enough to get you know 18 years ago this was enough to get the countries to back off the president going hey i'll cut y'all out of this deal
2: Not, who knows now. and now
1: we're in 2024 and and they went through with the deal they i mean they're still they they still passed the law they didn't retract the law that's fucking that's a bad sign mm-hmm. um let's see what else you got here uh gender neutral toy aisles are now the law in california Major retailers in California are now required to have gender neutral toy aisles under a new state law. The law which went into effect Monday stems from a 2021 bill in the California legislature requiring toy retailers with a physical location in the state and at least 500 employees to maintain a gender neutral section or area to be labeled at the discretion of the retailer.
2: Okay, so you go through the whole store, but you have to have like a certain area of the store
1: for the toys. Yeah, okay. like I guess toys where it's not because most toys are gendered and it's boy girl. Yes, you know Barbies and GI Joes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um. Stores failing to comply with the new law will be subject to a two hundred and fifty dollars penalty for the first violation and up to five hundred dollars for subsequent infractions. The bill text outlined. Now, who's going to enforce this? I do wonder. Right. You know, it's kind of like when North Carolina passes the porn law, and you're like, who going to check?
2: Who's going to verify?
1: And obviously, this is not a bad law in the way that the porn law is, but still, it's like a. What are the enforcement things and
2: what, yeah, what you know. what are you going to do yeah. this sound mucky? And on top of that, they have, like, stipulations, which means a lot of times you have to be, like, a big store, mm-hmm. you know, because 500 employees, that's right. like a lot of employees. So, basically, your little small mom and pop places that have been to sell don't have to apply by this.
1: Right. Also, don't, I want, it feels like a bigger problem than the store can mm-hmm. handle. Like, And I don't mean handling, like, a, they shouldn't comply with the law, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the toy manufacturers yes. send them shit that's like, this is for girls, this is for boys. Yes, they so do. So, do you go and just put like, I feel like I would just honestly, I would just put that label on the, 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 all the toy aisles. Yeah, like, don't buy what you want. Get what you want. It really don't matter what nope. your gender is. There's no right or wrong toy for any mm-hmm. child. Just blend everything if, together. Yeah, like just, I
2: don't like, I don't know. Get the neutral, pick what you want. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it just seemed like the, j- this isn't gonna necessarily solve the problem. Just because the problem is bigger than um, mm-hmm. it's bigger than just like the toy aisle. It's the toy manufacturers too. And are they doing anything? Is
2: probably not. There any
1: demand on like Mattel to be like, and hey, we gonna need some gender neutral Barbies too, right? Or, or are they just like, nah, got shit to do with us? So I don't know. Um, let's move on. Okay, you know the Hornets game is about to come on. And uh, hey, we
2: still on our West Coast swing. Let's play some Gesterice. This
1: Iceborg. Yes, the race. This This is Iceborg. Yes, the race. This, 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 this time. Yes, the race. This, 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 this time Yes, the race. And we are not on the West Coast swing. I believe we're playing Chicago oh, we here.
2: Okay. Oh, so we made our way back. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know we was on the West Coast for a hot minute. We
1: was. We was on there for like so, two weeks.
2: I know they wasn't at home. So I was like, I mean, I because mean, I, mean, I was thinking they was, weren't still home yet. My bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. They back home. And I guess we'll see, you know what the fuck happens or whatever
2: uh <laughs> you know <laughs> who we, knows somebody get healthy somebody go out somebody yeah, else get healthy somebody get injured
1: it has not been good for the Hornets. This it year,
2: has guys. not.
1: kind of sucked but you know whatever each night you live to, to play another game you do and uh we didn't get tickets to this game which is why we're doing this show tonight
2: mm-hmm.
1: all right guess the race time karen you know what it is I'm gonna read you some stuff it's time for you to guess the guest of race the people involved. Chat room plays along. And everyone playing is racist. Yay! Shout out to the racists. <laughs> uh, X-Con busted for New Year's Day dildo battery. Oh shit. After being derided as a limp dick in Nita Viagra, an ex-con retrieved a pink <laughs> dildo from a bedroom shelf and battered his girlfriend with the sex toy. I show you a limp dick. According to cops, he who yesterday arrested the alleged assailant, investigators charged that Stephen Nerdin, 38, attacked the woman during 1:20 a.m. Uh, confrontation Monday at a residence in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's gonna beat the criminal charges, and he's definitely not gonna beat the need Viagra charges. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> it's not looking too good for him. Yeah, case ain't too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking uh, at the evidence. Yeah, like the ev- it's not lining up on your side, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, they're gonna throw the dildo at him uh, when it comes to the <laughs> trial. <to the crime. laughs> uh nerden and the victim a complaint a court complaint states were arguing about their relationship when he became upset upon being told that he needed erectile dysfunction medication to address his sexual shortcomings uh he allegedly then took the dildo and shoved it into the victim's mouth the 37 year old victim's mouth the woman also told police that he punched her in the left eye while she tried to push him off. After being read his rights, he claimed not to remember using the dildo as a weapon, but recalled the victim had punched him in the right eye during the altercation. Oh, the old Jonathan Major. Uh, arrest, arrested for domestic battery, uh, Nerden was booked in the county jail on first-degree misdemeanor count. He being held in a little $2,500 bond. Uh, judges barred him from having any contact with the woman. He is alleged to have battered. Additionally, if he secures his release... On um, bond, he will be fitted with a continuous alcohol monitor. Oh, so he was drunk. Mm. Blame it on the alcohol. Is my that man, what he doing so He probably somewhere like, Why can't you be my coretta? Uh all right, Karen. Guess the race of Mr. Steven Nerdin. White. White, Karen says. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe his race is. Um and uh, I know it'll take a second because there's normally a little bit of a delay. Mm-hmm, uh, flat cock white. Oh, no. If your dick don't work it, don't work. That's not a race. Pink dildo <laughs> that matches pink dick. I mean, cock white. That's Mimi. <laughs> white, pink dildo, white, white. Great man that expects his woman to conduct herself like Barbara Bush. White. Not
2: Barbara Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: hilarious. Uh, the correct answer is white. So everybody that said white, you got it correct. uh yeah man that's i mean you know i hate to say it but what a dick uh but yeah that's uh the guy has some balls on him (laughs) uh let's go that did
2: though may have had some balls on it it may have i don't know
1: (laughs) know. we didn't get a picture of of the weapon Speaking of hitting people, a woman struck her father, 73 years old, over beeping sound made by his oxygen machine.
2: What? Mm. Elderly abuse. Child, you can't be beating up folks, particularly old people.
1: The holidays, Karen. A woman punched her father. Was it
2: beeping like a fire alarm?
1: A woman punched her father in the head. Did you mean smoke detector?
2: (laughs) Fire alarm. I miss smoke detector.
1: (laughs) A woman punched her father in the head during an argument Christmas morning about the beeping sound made by the 73-year-old victim's oxygen machine. Yeah, and the thing is, I think people can even get used to, like, beeping because according to every amateur porn video I've watched, uh, the beeping in the background uh, with their smoke detector uh, battery needing to be replaced, they never really stop and notice it, so Mm -hmm. I don't know why it would be such a big deal. I think after a lot of people tuned it out. Right. So why can't she just tune this out? Um, She admitted to, she's 49, Christina Granados, Granados, 49, admitted to striking her parent when questioned by cops who responded around 5 a.m. The victim told officers that he argued with his daughter about the oxygen machine making a beeping sound before Granados punched him in the left side of his head on December 25th, Christmas morning uh granados cops reported said the pair quarreled over his oxygen machine and due to the way her father was speaking to her at first as as first reported by the village news granados was arrested on battery of a person over 65 which is a felony she spent christmas in the county jail from which she was released the following afternoon at the post a thousand dollars bond she's scheduled for a january 22nd arraignment uh she's been ordered by a judge to have no contact with her father
2: I hope y'all in together because you got to find someone to stay
1: mm-hmm all right Karen. guess the race christina granados
2: christina granados Mm-hmm. latina
1: latina let's check the chat room and see what they believe i wonder she said she didn't like the way he was talking to her what did she say like i mean what's hey can you turn down the And he's like shut the fuck up bitch i'm like oh, okay you must <laughs> want to get hit upside the head something happened you're gonna need that oxygen machine tonight Spicy Latina says Trey. Uh, That's the only guess I see. White says Joe Spacey. Um, Latina says Nerdy Sensei. Her temper was Muy Caliente. Latina. First quiet Latina ever. Goddamn. Rosie Perez, Latina. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Remind me of West Side Story Latina. The correct answer: Latina. that's her there she looked fed up
2: she had enough of
1: that i think one person said white uh yeah she looked like that shit like was the beep too loud was it anyway
2: uh let's go to uh, it wasn't beeping for no reason you ain't want to go find out why i was beeping right yeah it could have been low oxygen, anything. Well, Karen's two for two, so you
1: know what that means.
0: What time is it? I, bitch was I ain't
3: racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them
0: niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to
1: gold chain wearing fried chicken these. and biscuit eating monkey to ate bamboo big guy fast running high jumping spear chucking 360 degree basketball let's keep it christmas and let's keep it domestic violence christmas tree attacker <laughs> busted for vase assault days after allegedly beating her boyfriend with a christmas tree so the i think we oh. covered that one. a Florida woman hit the same victim in the face with a glass vase on New year's Day. <gasps> Miracle Rivera
2: just seven days. <laughs>
1: Miracle Rivera was arrested yesterday and charged with battering the victim inside the Largo residence a couple shares. The January 1st attack cops say occurred during an argument between Rivera and her 24-year-old boyfriend. The glass flower vase struck the man left strike. Wait. Struck left. Oh. The glass flower vase strike left the man with visible injuries to his face.
2: Yes, because depending on the type of vase it is, it's really made out of thick kind of a thicker glass, mm-hmm. you know, just because so it won't break weird easily so it could hold your water and stuff in there. Just I, break up with me. Child, please. Before you push me or hit me of an oxygen tank that's beeping or some shit, leave. Uh Rivera was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon,
1: which is a felony. So they I wonder like, yeah, you should have left. Like mm-hmm. the first charge was like a misdemeanor now look at you now you're getting a felony charge she was also hit with a misdemeanor domestic violence, uh, domestic battery count for allegedly scratching the victim on the face and abdomen earlier that morning uh she is locked up in county jail without bond and is scheduled this afternoon for initial court appearance uh following her December 24th bust for the tree attack Rivera was freed from jail on Christmas Day on her own recognizance as part of her release terms she was ordered by a judge to have no illegal contact with the victim who she has lived with for the past two years
2: well damn she hit again seven days letter, So apparently she broke that
1: she was charged with domestic violence for uh, domestic battery for the 340am tree battery which reportedly left her boyfriend with numerous minor scratches over most of his upper body and arms Ooh. as part of the jail intake process corrections officers Inventoried her collection of tattoos, one of which reads, Think Positive. Uh, all right, Karen, guess the race of Miracle Rivera. Miracle
2: Rivera?
1: Miracle Rivera. Which you have guessed this woman's race uh, not too long ago.
2: <laughs> so it'll this. be interesting to see if you
1: get it right or wrong.
2: <laughs> right. It's Latina by that last name. Okay.
1: Karen's going Latina again. Where she went last time
2: oh shit was Let's i check wrong the chat room <laughs> see what they believe is, was miracle a nigga uh, Is
1: it's christmas miracle she didn't kill him latina sofia Vergara's character from four brothers latina black florida four play white blacksican florida hispanic florida Mexican. um what will she hit him with on mlk day i think she was black <laughs> Afro-Latina, a miracle. They survive. Pepper Jack, spicy Latina, black, miracle, turning water into run, Latina. Alright. The correct answer is Karen said Latina. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is black. You missed it again.
3: <laughs>
1: and there's her same mug shot. No need to do a new ah! mug shot. Uh, many of you got it right,
0: though.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, child, when y'all be like, "We covered that up," like we did. Y'all see, I don't be remembering none of the stories. Mhm.
1: Uh, all right, chat room, and that, and that's why for the person out there to be telling me like how to do my job and be like, "Oh no, nah, that's why you got to try to make it harder for the guest." I know I don't. I don't have to make it harder <laughs> at all. We can literally cover the same criminal <laughs> seven days apart, and Karen will be like, when do we even talk about this?
2: When? <laughs> so
1: it just is what it is. It ain't
2: guys. worth retaining, y'all. I'm
1: sorry. I have enough going on in my brain. All right. Let's get to the last thing, which, of course, is sword ratchetness. <coughs> <coughs> A Crowley criminal who was caught with a curved sword has been jailed. Peter Curry, 46, was in possession of the blade, which was longer than the legal length of 50 centimeters and a lock knife in Oxford on April 13th. Oh, shit, longer than the legal limit. Mm-hmm. At least they thought about it over there. Right? Curry of Rymer's Lane pleaded guilty to possession of both weapons when he appeared in Oxford's magistrate's court earlier this month. Uh, he also pleaded guilty of stealing 60 pounds worth of stock, including grocery items and electric toothbrush from Tesco in Cali Road. On February 3rd, and six bottles of PIMS worth 132 pounds from Templar's shopping park, July 9th. Oh,
2: that's definitely not him. I'm going, what the, what the hell yeah. is any of this? That could
1: be they Boone's farm <laughs> or that could be they motherfucking Hennessy White. I, I have don't know. No
2: idea. Magistrates
1: jailed Curry for two months and ordered him to pay 92 pounds in compensation. They also issued a forfeiture and destruction order for the weapons. So thank God they got him off the streets. Mm-hmm. Karen. Thank you so much for being my Coretta, okay?
2: <laughs> I'm holding you down. And
1: by, by that, I mean, no matter how many white women I cheat on you with, oh, I will always come home to you and you will always still be there for me. Well, I take all the credit and you get none of the glory. Why can't every black woman just, and white woman, just be that for their man? Why? Why not? Aspire
2: to that, Okay. Be his Coretta Scott King. Be his Coretta. All
3: right. All right, y'all. Till next time. I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.